Hi, this is Julie. And I'm Hallie. And we're the hosts of Metaphysical Nomads. Woo! Metaphysical Nomads is the podcast where we talk about all kinds of metaphysical things, which are things that we know really cannot prove and know nothing about, but are very, very interested <laughs> in because we, uh, we go out and seek these experiences and we want to share them with you. And today is a special episode. And Hallie's going to say, why is this a special episode, mom? And I will tell you. <laughs> because this is actually a subject matter that Hallie brought to me. Like I knew nothing about this subject matter at all. And Hallie is the one who educated me. And then of course I had to go off and do my deep dive. Like I always do. And this, this is a fun one. This is one of my favorite topics. Um, and one of the, I think possibly the only topic that I brought up to my mother that she didn't introduce me to. So this is, this is a, a fun one for that. Uh, and today we are going to be talking about star, star seeds, forerunners, and earthlings. Yes, those things. <laughs> so and if that made absolutely no sense, don't worry, we'll get into it. Okay. Well, well, star seeds, forerunners, and earthlings. Um, let's start with the basics. Hallie, <laughs> what is an earthling? <laughs> Let's let's actually go even a little bit before that, a little bit further back into the basics. And one of the things that I should also mention is that this concept was brought to me by my spiritual mentor um, and mom's spiritual mentor as well, um, but who we worked with for a very long time named Rita. And uh, she taught me a lot about this. And then I went and taught my mom, you know, pretty much everything that she told me. Um, and there's a lot of information out there about star seeds and earthlings, um, not as much on out there about forerunners. Um, so that one we'll talk about a little bit more. Um, but to begin with, you've kind of got to start with the idea that everybody has a soul and everybody's soul comes from a certain place. And from there, your soul can go other places and do other things, but your soul has an area somewhere in the universe that it calls home that it decided that it really likes and it it you know that's that's your soul's home now let me ask you this Allie. does that mean a soul is born or or sparked or started like this gets into that whole like how did we get here thing <laughs> so souls can come from different places in the universe yeah i as to the creation of souls I don't actually have an answer for you. Really? You don't? Really? I, don't. I, I feel like that's something we... Well, we... I did, funnily enough, in one of my own kind of meditations and trying to talk to my guides and angels, I did ask, and they told me, don't worry about it, not important at the moment. So um, I just figured I wouldn't worry about it, it's not important at the moment. So I, I don't actually know where souls spark from where the process of souls getting out there in the universe i think it's less important about how that happened to begin with and more important that you are here now and you are living now and your soul is currently in the universe doing stuff okay and your soul is from somewhere and your earth. soul is from somewhere a place you call home whether that means that your soul was born in that area or your soul gravitated towards that area i'm more inclined to believe that your soul kind of gravitated towards that area that it felt comfortable, familiar, and it became home. You found your soul peeps. You found your soul peeps. Okay, awesome. Okay. And your soul place. Okay. Soul you know, because different places have different energies. Um, and so that's where souls gravitate towards places with energies that they are comfortable with or that they enjoy. And so when you're 
soul first comes around, it finds a place, it gravitates towards that place. This is your now home place and home base. Now, that doesn't mean that you can't go and do other things and go other places, but oftentimes you'll gravitate back towards that home place. Now, an earthling, again, starting at the basics, is a soul for whom earth is their home place. They like the energies of earth. They're comfortable with the energies of earth. Um, And interestingly about earthlings is that a lot of earthlings don't do a ton of travel to other galactic places. A lot of earthlings prefer to stay in that earth energy, mostly because the energy of earth in this planet is is very different from a lot of the other places. You know, there's some places that have a little bit more similar energies where a soul might find it easier and more comfortable to go back and forth. Um, But Earth has a very kind of unique energy uh, that is not really matched by a lot of other places in the galaxy. So for that reason, a lot of Earthlings, souls that, you know, are from Earth, feel very comfortable on Earth and don't often leave to go to other lifetimes on other planets. Okay, so the concept is that if you're an earthling, your soul place, whether you were sparked, born, gravitated to earth, this is where your soul mostly hangs out. So these are going to be, if you believe in reincarnation, these are going to be souls that have had multiple, in all likelihood, multiple, multiple lives on or around earth. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Now, let me ask you a question when we're talking about earthlings. Is this just uh people souls or animal souls or oh yeah it can be it can be anything um when you are an earthling soul a soul that is from the earth calls the earth home you know you can be anything you want to on earth you can be a human you can be an animal you can be a tree you can um you know be even some of the more mystical elements of earth society you know and we'll talk about magical creatures and and mythical elements a little bit later, but you know, you but could, that would be like fairies. Yeah, yeah or, exactly. Fairies are okay. yeah. Okay. Okay. Dragons. So, okay. So earthlings, earthlings, people who are our souls and which then of course are the people is the physical manifestation of the soul, the people earthlings from this earth energy, enjoy the earth energy are comfortable in the earth energy. <laughs> okay. How many percentage wise do we think this is total speculation on the earth are earthlings most most if not all okay um you know currently we i don't know if we've really talked about this before but there there was a big shift uh there were a couple big shifts that happened in recent years a transition between different energies um in 2012 there was a transition from the gaia energy to the pi energy of the earth um and in 2020-ish we transitioned to the age of aquarius and these are cool, big, giant spiritual transitions um, that a lot of souls were really interested in, you know, not just earthling souls, but galactic souls. So there are probably more starseed souls on the earth right now than there have been in the past. Okay, but then we have to talk about starseeds because you just mentioned that. Nobody yes. knows what starseeds are. <laughs> well, we'll get there. Okay. So, okay, but right now, but basically mostly our earth, but because of some planetary energetic shifts that are occurring around earth it's drawing in more non-earthlings yes which we'll t- which we'll talk about okay mm-hmm. but should we talk about forerunners next, no we'll or? get to forerunners later we'll start okay. with starseeds okay uh so again as i said next one we're talking about is starseeds starseeds are very simply 
souls whose home planet is somewhere else who come down to Earth and decide to live a life on Earth. Um, and now, you just said come down to Earth. Do you really mean down? Uh, no, come over. Over to Earth. Come over, over to Earth. Okay. Okay, I was making thinking it like, sound very heavenly or something. Well, I don't really... know. I was thinking okay. souls live in the heavenly concept and you. earth come down in okay. a life, but it doesn't doesn't really matter. Okay. It was they they come to earth. Okay. Star seeds are souls from other places that come to earth. And star seeds is actually a very very broad term because there are tons of different kinds of star seeds. Um and star seeds was actually the first thing that I learned about because when I was talking with my spiritual mentor, um we, I, and I don't know how we got on the uh, on the topic, but I was telling her about how when I was a kid, I placed, I had these little glow, glowing, glowing sticky stars that I placed on my ceiling, and I placed them in the shape of the Pleiades. Um, and I had only heard like briefly about the Pleiades from my father. But I, I just, you know, I, I loved, I, for whatever reason, I knew that I loved the Pleiades and I placed the sticky stars in the shape of the Pleiades. I have some freckles on my leg that's in the shape of the Pleiades. And I just, you know, I love this, love this, love this. And she turned to me and she goes, it's funny how we always recognize home, don't we? And uh, she then proceeded to tell me about star seeds and that, you know, I was a soul from the Pleiades. Well, the Pleiades is not the only place that you can be from. You know, you can be from Andromeda, you can be from uh, Orion, you can be from Sirius, you can be from all these different star systems in our, uh, in the Milky Way, in beyond the Milky Way. There's tons and tons of different places that you could be from uh, if you are a star seed. And there's also, and there's also tons of different ways that you can be a star seed on earth so for most star seeds that come to earth they come to earth with kind of a a purpose of either learning about earth and earth's culture or trying to impart some knowledge of their own culture even if they don't know what that culture is but trying to impart frequencies of light and and um you know new ideas and things that they think might be beneficial to earth um, and there's lots of different ways that star seeds would spread these ideas or spread these frequencies or show these frequencies. Um, and so there's a lot of variety in star seeds, but they don't actually make up a huge portion of the population. Um, now, as I've said, I think that there's definitely more of them now than there has been in the past. And when I say don't make up a huge pop percent of the population, there's probably millions of them. You know, the earth currently has 7 billion people millions of them are probably it's got to be more than that more than millions yeah well, but let me but let me just back up here because let me just let me explain to you of how it is in my world when my let's say what was she 14 year old <laughs> daughter walks in and goes hey mom guess what i'm a star seed i'm from the pleiades and i'm like what <laughs> and she's like oh don't worry mom you're a star seed too you're from orion i'm like what <laughs> like what are you talking about child what is this what are you on who are you talking to and what is this coming about coming up but but Rita, who is one of my um, spiritual mentors as well, she does channeling. And so I do I do trust her implicitly. And so it was kind of fun to listen to this uh, and then to go explore and and not to, you know, steal your thunder or anything. But when Hallie comes back and says, you know, oh, I'm a starseed and then there's these forerunners, which we'll get to and earthlings. 
you know me, of course, I have to go research everything. I have to go read about it. I have to go figure out. I have to go talk to Rita where she got her information, confirm that, yes, in fact, I am also a starseed, which then in retrospect seems to explain a lot. But but so there's this guy uh, and I'll put this in the in the um, in the notes, but his name is Hayden Crawford and he cracks me up. He does these um, he's from Australia and he does these videos on YouTube and every single one of them is like, you know, if you've got these personality traits, you're a Pleiadian starseed. If you have these traits, you're an Arcturian star starseed. If you're, if you are a, um, these traits, you're an Orion, a Lyran, uh, a Cassipian. Anyway, I, I think he is absolutely uh, really entertaining and fun to listen to. Again, I have no idea if I, if I believe all of this. But it's kind of like um, astrology for me. When I go in and I read, I did this one afternoon. I'm like reading, listening to every single one of Hayden Crawford's YouTube videos and listening to ones and seeing if I resonate with any of them. And I have to say, there were probably three that I resonated from um, very much. One was the Pleiadian one, but I don't think I'm from there. I felt like I had spent a lot of time there, like reincarnations or lives there. One was Orion, which, um, and Orions are sort of like, if you, they're a lot more logical um, and they'll bring technology and, and they're much more serious. There's an aspect of that to my personality, but, but it's not the dominant. And then, then finally, I stumbled upon this one, and I think it was called the Lyrian or something like that, that I finally thought that I think actually that's what I might be because the Lyrians, and I'm not even sure I'm saying it correctly, their whole planetary system like died off and everybody had to go move and live other places. But fundamentally the personality traits of the Lyrian guys are the people who I resonated to. Now, all of this information is coming from people who are, are um, allegedly channeling this information, mm -hmm. just kind of like Rita did too. But what's interesting to me is a lot of people are tapping into the same information and channeling the same thing again and again. It's almost like when in concepts of religion, how various religions have a similar basis and a similar and similar beliefs, even though they came from a bunch of different areas, the the ones with the the star seeds are sort of the same. Everybody's channeling the same concepts about star seeds and and being sort of these people here to help earth transition in the energy and to be healing and bring new technology. Um, not to say earthlings don't do these things too, but it's anyway, it's really fascinating and interesting. So um, anyway, we'll and put that in the notes. So it you can it should it. also be said that a lot of people agree on the different personality traits of where star seeds may be from. You know, there's a lot of agreed upon uh, information that everyone seems to be getting kind of the, the same channeling uh, info. Uh, so it is, there is a lot. And the other thing that I would mention is that um, a lot of people who get into the metaphysical stuff talk about star seeds and earthlings. Um, and from a variety of different sources, you know, I first was told that I was a star seed from Rita, but I have since been told that I was a star seed from multiple different people, you know, unprompted. You know, like so. what do you mean like on the street you're a grocery store and hey are you a star seed or are you just talking about like when you go to like a tarot card reader no like when you go to a tarot card yeah, reader yeah. or you know or... when you go to a metaphysical person yeah um you know i've had a multiple metaphysical people 
tell me that I am a starseed. Of course they do, because if you listen to some of our other podcasts and you hear about Hallie and Hallie's little soul, <laughs> Hallie's always of the light and Hallie's always... Shush. Anyway, all right. Okay, of course you are. Of course you are. <laughs> um, but there's there's so much to go into with starseeds alone, um, and I highly recommend that you take some time to look it up. There's some quizzes that you can take to see whether or not you might be a starseed. Um and uh, where you might be from if you think that if you're feeling like that resonates with you. Um, but it should also be said that, uh, you know, starseeds sound really fun and cool. But if you're an earthling, don't worry. Earthlings are very fun and cool. Also, it, this just happens to be your home planet and you have a little bit more comfort here than it's like being from the United States or being from India or being from India, but having lived in France. I mean, it's like, yeah. it's just, you know, geographically, you it's, know. it's honestly, it's just geographic locations. It's pretty much like, where was your soul from? But I will go back into this whole concept where when I, the reason I kind of like this and got into it is because I never, ever felt comfortable like on this planet like i really didn't and one of the number one things they say about starseeds is like if you're a starseed chances are you've never really felt comfortable here like you yeah. never really fit in and it's sort of like okay i'm from the united states and if I, I did in my life i went and lived in germany for a while and actually the germans kind of are my people because i'm from there so i did feel comfortable there but i traveled to other places where i did not feel comfortable at all because they're not my people it was not my and so i do think that there are some additional challenges when you're from somewhere else geographically on earth or in the universe and you come somewhere that you're not used to it's very difficult and if you guys have listened to our Akashic Records podcast, there's the whole story about how I was a dark soul on earth for all these <laughs> times because I coming from other galactic areas or parts of the universe struggled with the earth energy and found it really, really hard to bring my, you know, whatever light or benefits or whatever I needed to learn here was, was you know, presented to me because I, it was just not energy that I was used to and I was, I was good with. Yeah. Now, you know, again, do I really fundamentally deeply believe all this? I don't really know, but it does resonate with me. And I have to say, it's really, really fun to study. Mm -hmm. So that's the, that's the star seeds now, now, and, and earthlings, I think generally are going to be way more grounded mm -hmm. here. They just are going to be there. They do, they, they fit in the energy feels good to them. They can handle, uh, the, um, the the energy of of places like new york city probably yes. or vegas or i think starseeds would probably be a little more sensitive to some of those high energy um extroverted uh places a lot a lot of starseeds i think tend to be more introverted mm -hmm. just because they're not as comfortable with the energy but that's not necessarily true now do you remember hallie since you're a pleiadian any traits of the pleiadians um pleiadians i i, I pretty sure they have a high sense of justice of you know what is kind of right and wrong not to say that they're super black and white in both of those but they do kind of have this very justice minded um and and usually a fairly intellectual um basis of things that are are done um there is i mean there, there's so much more again we could probably do a whole follow-up one we've done on this, just the places right that we've done these from. we've done these tests and it's kind of interesting um so do we want to talk about forerunners yes okay let's yes, talk about forerunners next um okay so 
forerunners are a type of earthling. So they are earthlings. Um, but they are earthlings who have done a lot of work, whether it be in this life or a past life, um, and have taken on a lot of the information, frequencies, and values of star seeds. Um, so they are kind of like, they're, they're kind of like, uh, I guess you could say models for other earthlings of the growth that earthlings can achieve. You know, if you think about it, if you are from America and um, you go move to, or you're from Europe and you go move to America and you're like, hey, here are all these things we have from in, in Europe that I really like. And then you get a bunch of Americans who go, yeah, that's great for you. And I'm glad you have that in Europe, but we don't really see that here in America. That wouldn't work here in America. But then if you have another American who goes, hey, look, here's what I've achieved and gotten and here's the things that I can do, you know, then other Americans go, oh, well, you know, if you did that, you're American like I am, you know, I can do that too. I can move forward. I can have this greater growth. Um, and it's sometimes a little easier to see when it's someone who's like you. Well, do you think a forerunner is just are just souls who are in their incarnations on Earth, probably because they've had a lot of them. They've learned a lot of lessons. Their soul has mm -hmm. grown. They have a lot of light associated with them. So basically, they've done their work. They're awake. They yes. have they have, you know, taken their knowledge and now want to use, use it, it to, to benefit Earth. other. Yeah. And they happen Earth, to be from Earth's here. Frequencies. Yeah. And they're from and, here. Um, and so they, they've done a lot of work. They've gotten to that point. They're kind of like beacons of light for the earth, you know, that, and for, for earthlings, for the earth in general, for the earth's energy. Um, but you know, people who want to and strive to do better for the earth and have done a lot of their work associated to getting that. And I think somebody said, we don't, that Oprah Winfrey, for example, is an example of a forerunner. Yes. She's an earthling based or soul based on earth, but a forerunner because she's done all of this work and now she's sharing all this work mm -hmm. through her, you know, trying platforms. and trying to help bring the world to a better place. Right. Um, so, you know, that's, that's a good one. I think sometimes, depending on who you ask, sometimes Earth, or Oprah Winfrey, I think, is also credited as a star seed too. Um, but I, I'm, I'm more inclined to believe that she is a forerunner. Um, but that's, huh. yeah. I again, I don't have. I, I, I'm, I'm inclined to believe that she's a forerunner, primarily because the first time someone brought her up in conversation, they said she was a forerunner, and that was specifically Rita, who was my mentor, who I trust. I've heard from like websites, like doing further research on star seeds that Oprah Winfrey is a star seed. Um, and I tend to trust my spiritual mentor, Rita, um, a little bit more than random website on the internet. I think we should ask Oprah. We I think should we should ask Oprah. We guest. should have Oprah as a guest. <laughs> Oprah, are you a star seed or, or a forerunner? forerunner? What do you think? I know. Interesting. <laughs> okay. Well, that'd be awesome. Okay. But we're, I don't think we're at that level. No, <laughs> no. Um, but one day if we meet Oprah, uh, yeah, we, we will ask. ask. By the way, what do you think you are? Okay. Well, regardless. Okay. But forerunners, the other thing that is interesting, I'm going to throw a little bit of a, uh, not a wrench so much, but I do think earthlings and forerunners can certainly also travel to other, their souls can oh, yeah. travel and spend time at other uh, planetary systems as well. So you could have probably more likely the forerunners who have done a lot of work on earth and now want to go compare 
where mm -hmm. what is, what is Orion like? What is Syria like? What is Andromeda like? What you know are there lessons there that we can learn and bring back as well? And you know, kind of like galactic ambassadors, shall we say, or uh, researchers even to go back and bring things things back. I think there's just a lot of soul choice. Like you do what you want to do. Yes. And a lot of there's people, a huge amount of soul choice. People from Earth either want to spend time here because they're just comfortable here or because they're just they just continue to get a lot of great lessons here mm -hmm. or because they want to be here to kind of help humanity. I mean, whatever, whatever the reasons are. Um, but anyway, I think I mean, and really, if you go if you go and have a, a life anywhere, you know, if you're going to a different planet, that planet is likely going to be populated majority by souls who like that uh, energy, energy. Whose souls that for that is their home planet. So that's why, you know, it makes a lot of sense that Earth would have a lot of Earthlings because it's their home. Right. They want to be here. We're just, you know, star seeds that are coming in. We're just visitors. <laughs> we're, you know. I know. And it does sound very nice. Like we always talk about people just generally back on earthly terms, trying to find your people. Like we're all trying mm -hmm. to find our people. And I still, here I am at 54, almost 55 years old. I still don't think I've found my people. I'm your people. So, well, I know you're my people, but you're also my daughter. But, yeah, I know, but, but you could have found but me. But I wonder if that's, you know, maybe I need, to go, I need to go out and find all the other Lyrian, Orion, Pleiadian, Starseed people. Well, that's the other thing. <laughs> I do. I have a, a, a theory that a lot of Starseeds tend to gravitate towards each other, mostly because it's like um, when I when I lived in the UK, uh, a lot of our Ameri my American friends gra gra gravitated towards each other because you were in a foreign place, in a foreign country, and you would look and you'd see another American and you'd go, you, hey, you, we're from the same place. We can bond over that. And so I did have a lot of, even though I was in this foreign country and I did have a lot of foreign friends as well, and a lot of really great friends from foreign countries, um, I still had a ton of American friends who I just kind of always a little bit gravitated towards just because they kind of knew what my home was like, what I was coming from compared to here. We had similar stories, uh, similar backgrounds, and that was comforting, especially in a foreign place. And so I, I do think that star seeds tend to gravitate towards each other whenever they they can, um, just because it's, you know, somebody else who's traveling, I, visiting. And I wonder if certain place. places on Earth geographically attract earthlings versus starseeds versus forerunners or if everybody's just all spread out because... i would imagine everybody's all spread out because everybody has their own different lessons to learn and as we said like places have different energies you're going to learn better in a in a place that has an energy that uh, facilitates your learning yeah but you and just that's said gonna that be different for each person you just said that we gravitate towards each other so yeah but like if you, okay so if you've got a lot of if you've got a lot of uh people uh, like, for example, I went to the University of St. Andrews. If you have a lot of Americans who go to the University of St. Andrews because they want to learn what the University of St. Andrews has to teach, you know, we're all coming to that place for our own personal growth and learning, but we gravitate to each other once we're there. I see. So you could come to wherever you are in the world, and then whoever else has also then come to that position of the world as a starseed, you'd gravitate towards them because... Well, I just think it would be really interesting, place. for example, like... You know, people in Singapore, you know, they're, they're actually a bunch of starseeds from whoever. <laughs> like, I don't know. We'll I, find uh, out. I, I haven't. I have. Yeah, I think we'll see. Everybody kind of goes where they need to go. 
Um, but it is curious because, you know, Hallie here is going to be uh, leaving me and she's going to be moving to Australia. Mm-hmm. So maybe you're going to go hook up with Hayden Crawford and <laughs> learn about. We'll start, I'll, I'll be a regular guest on Hayden Crawford's YouTube. <laughs> right. Or vice versa. He might come over and, and be Turn on the our podcast. He'll, he'll definitely have more information about Starseeds. And I do think this is going to be one that we will have a follow up. Um, and the other thing that I should say uh, is that I... These these are all based on my on my knowledge and what I know. I know a lot about the star seeds. I know a lot about the earthlings. I know less about the forerunners. Um, so there's a, a possibility that I have somewhere misinterpreted that. Um, uh, that is my understanding of forerunners is that they are earthlings who have done their work. Um, but I'm sure there's a lot more information about them. Um, and maybe when we have Rita on at some point in time or uh, when we do a f- further dive, we'll get more information on what exactly is a forerunner. Um, but that's the gist of Starseeds, Forerunners, and Earthlings. And so I- if any of this resonates with you, you know, take a minute and think about it. Do you think you're an Earthling, a Forerunner, or a Starseed? Mm-hmm. And um, regardless, I think it's all really interesting to read about. And if you go on the internet, you will find so much about star seeds. We even just stumbled upon like a research paper where somebody had written a thesis about this movement related <laughs> to star seeds and these people who think they're from other planets. And it was just really, really interesting. And then go into the planets if you think you're a star seed and figure out where you're, you're from. from. That's a fun one. Anyway, bottom line fun discussion for it is a fun discussion cocktail hour mm-hmm, and happy mm-hmm. hours over coffee yeah i this is one that i really recommend just learn more about it because i think it's really interesting it's really easy to get into there's a lot that's easy to read easy to do and uh i think it's fun and also fyi forerunners are referenced in the bible in a different that's, context but there's something there too <laughs> all right so um anyway hope you guys enjoyed the podcast and we will check back in with you next time bye have a great day